Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, otaku vampires with major street cred, crazy ladies controlling magical portals, carnivorous plants, schoolgirls transforming into ghosts, and MacGuffins galore. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 234, Smuggling Stuff to the Demon World is Way Too Easy. Hey guys, it's Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts conveying reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. The podcast that tells you about different geek media properties, and I tell you the best and worst about the pros and cons, and if it's worth investing any of your time in. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrocket.com, and you can email me at zan.spyrocket.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. You can also check us out on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, Instagram, Tumblr, and several other social media sites. And if you want to do something really awesome, go to the iTunes store and leave us an awesome rating. That was just kind of like doing a little bit of a tip for us. Now, before I forget, at the website www.spyrocket.com, as of yesterday, we released our review of Anime NYC 2017, me and Doug Wilder. We talked about our pros and cons about what we liked, what we didn't like, and if it's going to be as great next year. I definitely recommend you should check it out. Also, check him out on AnimeTV.Live. Wait, no, it's uh, LiveAnime.Live. It'll be in the show notes. Brain's kind of frizzy right now because it's been a crazy weekend. Like, you know, it's Black Friday weekend, and it's the week... And before my birthday, so I go a little crazy, go a little relaxed, I got time off, and I just, I'm having a good time trying to get my life together and do as much as I can. Because, hey, you only live once, right? And speaking of which, living once, the manga we're talking about today is about kind of living in a weird sort of way. Uh, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga View, episode 233, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Yuki Kodama. Awesome name. Kodamas are pretty cool. It was published by Kodakawa Shoten in Japan, but over here we got it released by Yen Press. It is a Senen series that ran in Young Ace from 2009 to 2016. There are several spin-off series, including one which is coming out now. There's 17 volumes, and this is an action, dark comedy, supernatural manga. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Bloodlad. Now, it's 
been a while since I've done a vampire manga, and I was surprised because it's a very different interpretation of mangas, or ma- of vampires, rather. Our main character, Staz, or Staz Charlie Blood, is the descendant of the great and almighty Dracula. But unlike Dracula, he doesn't seduce women to suck their blood. He doesn't wear a cape. Staz is an otaku. He lives in an apartment in the underworld, hell, demon world, whatever you want to call it. It is filled with lots of geek items. There's mangas in it, video games in it, food in it, trendy knockoff clothes. And he is the boss of his location, which is the Demon World East. It's like a section of the Demon World, because Hell, the Demon World, has been cut up into several little provinces, and they have different rulers. And as long as you are in charge of your domain, well, you're fine, but there's constantly turf wars where bad guys try to kick your ass, and as long as you're tough, you can control the area. And Staz is one of these really badass vampires. I mean, one of his moves is actually he does like a telekinetic crush of your heart. He is pretty capable. Also, interesting thing is he has piranha teeth. He doesn't have razors, he has piranha teeth. Also, he has a spray bottle, which is filled with his saliva, because apparently, the reason why vampires are able to enthrall their victims is because there's an enzyme in their spit, which will hypnotize victims. So what he's done is he's taken his spit, put it into a spray bottle, mixed it with water, and now he has a condensed form where he can control people just by spraying them. It's kind of cool. But what happens is that he's having a day where he's just sulking, doing his thing, playing video games, depressed. And his, we'll say it's his henchman, it's his first in command. Deck calls him and says, hey boss, listen, uh, something weird's happening in town. I think you should listen to this. And he's like, what's up? There's a human girl here. He's like, what? We don't know how she is, but there's a human girl. It's not a ghost. She's She's in our town. Do you want us to, can we take care of her? Can we eat her? And he's like, oh my God, there's a human girl here. I could ask all the questions. Maybe she's Japanese. Maybe she's cute. I don't know. Bring her here. <laughs> and so he, the all of his goons think that he's going to eat this girl, but he's too busy trying to clean up his apartment, make himself look good, figuring what's the best clothes to wear. And this girl walks in and she's in a school outfit. Her name is Fuyumi Yanagi. She's also a girl who's a little bit top heavy. She's busty. And he's immediately like, oh, you're Japanese. Thank you for bringing manga. You're awesome. Can you answer a bunch of questions for me? You're so cool, so sweet. And he's, like, actually geeking out about meeting this girl, and he's becoming tranced by her. And he also is fighting the urge just to bite her right there because, like, oh, I'm not going to bite her yet. She's so cool. We'll hang out. We'll Maybe we'll have fun. I want to protect her, but I don't want to eat her. I don't, but I do want to eat her. And it's kind of this very tough choice for him. Meanwhile... This weirdo shows up in his town with a bunch of carnivorous plants that he brought from another section of the demon world, and he's trying to sell them. And Deck is like, what are you doing here? You can't come here. He's like, well, I want to see the boss. I want to sell these plants. He's like, you can't see the boss. you got to make an appointment. He's like, well, fine. I'll make the boss come to me. Plants attack. And these plants start attacking all the denizens of the demon world, all these weird monsters and they're eating them except one who kind of shirks away so deck calls staz saying what the hell man i need we need help bosses guys killing us all and he's like oh, what am i gonna do and he sees this girl and he's like you know what? i'm gonna save the day i'm gonna help her out i'm gonna save the day and she'll think i'm awesome and then you know she'll love me forever because she's really cute so he pretty much jumps out the window 
breaks the window, lands, and beats the hell out of this guy with his plant creatures. Kills them all. He's like, that's awesome. I saved the day. I showed you why I'm the boss of Demon World East. And he walks back to his apartment deck. They're ready to go. He's ready to talk more with this really cute girl. And as he walks in, he sees a plant, one of these carnivorous plants that kind of look like bell sprout, in his room. And the girl's missing. Yeah. The bell sprout ate the girl, and it spits up her skull. And it's like, where, where is it? Where's, where, where's the girl? Where'd she go? And then he sees her. Except she looks a little different. Turns out because she died in the underworld, in the, in the demon world, she's now a ghost. And she's not as appealing to Staz as she was before for some reason. So he's kind of confused as what to do. He's, he's like, you're not interesting anymore. But he does like her, so he figures out, I'll save the day. I'll bring you back to life. Then I can suck your blood in the back of his head. He's like, I'll suck your blood, but I'm going to bring you to life, I promise. So he ends up going to his friend, who's the manager of the Third Eye Cafe, Staddy and Mama Jiro. Uh, Staddy is this girl who doesn't talk, and Mama Jiro is a three-eyed demon animal thing. Looks kind of a little like a ferret, like a chamo from Nagima, but a little more asshole-y. But that's, uh, Mama Jiro is the one who talks. So they kind of confirm that, okay, she's strong enough to go to the human world, but you have to figure out a way to get to the human world. And you found that there's a portal to the human world, which was there randomly. And Staz figures, oh, we're going to go to the human world. Okay, uh, I need to get ready first. And Fuyumi's like, what do you mean you got to get ready? He's like, I got to get all the stuff ready because I'm going to be taking pictures. I'm going to go to Akihabara. I'm going to buy lots of stuff. It's going to be a blast. Like, I thought you were here to help me out. Ah, you'll be fine. So they go through the portal, ends up popping out into Fuyumi's room. He ends up mind-controlling her dad because her dad thinks that she's been doing naughty things with a guy. And then he mind-controls every single person in her life so they don't think anything is wrong. That she's perfectly fine. From there, it leads to the revelation that the girl who controls the portals, that portal isn't her portal because her portal was stolen. This girl's name is Hydrabel. And Hydrabell's looking for the guy who opened up the portal because he's got to be a powerful magician and she's going to marry this powerful magician. It's not Staz. And then she reveals to Staz through some hilarious circumstances, including fighting an Oni over a pair of boxer shorts, don't ask, that there's a book called The Book of Restoration. And that will be able to resurrect Fuyumi. And so this begins the whole MacGuffin hunt of the Book of Restoration, which may have been written by Staz's older brother, who's a jerk. So, this manga series is very different. It's, well, it's not different at all. It's a different interpretation of vampires, because Staz can't go out in the sun. He doesn't have any of the weaknesses of vampires, which is really cool. He admits, I'm not like regular vampires, I'm not afraid of the sun, I just wear sunglasses, I'm fine. He's just really weird. And it's kind of a MacGuffin, kind of a keeps the person... It's kind of an insert, a main character that's like the audience. You know what I mean? It's a, not Mary Sue, but it's close to it. And that's pretty interesting, but it's been done. Also, the MacGuffin, which is the hunt for this book, which is going to resurrect her, but then turns out they don't have it, someone else has it. It's seeming like it's setting up for a very long-winded series. Similar to Inuyasha, similar to so many other series. 
and it's been done before. There are some unique styles to it. I do like how Staz looks as opposed to other vampires in other series. He's very, he looks super emo. I mean, the clothes he wears are knockoff Uniqlo clothes, and I just can't describe it. It looks ridiculous. He looks like a hipster vampire. And there are other characters who are really cool, like one of the characters is a changeling who becomes uh, his assistant. Not his right-hand man, his assistant. And his job is that because he turns into people that he likes and admires, he admires Staz. Staz says, okay, I'm going to the human world. You're in charge till I get back. They won't know that I'm gone. It won't cause any turf wars because they're afraid of me. You have that going on. You have his old best friend who's a werewolf or half-werewolf who's in charge of West and they have their whole fight. You have all the references to the different anime series, including at one point Staz is fighting someone and says, I have to use my ultimate move now. And he starts saying Kamehameha from Dragon Ball. And you're like, are you serious? Are you, this is like punny on several levels and very self-referential on so many levels and so geek-heavy in references. If you you like comedy and some supernatural action, you'll love this series. It is like a hybrid of Helsing and Excel Saga and Inuyasha. Personally, I'd have to say that it's not my cup of tea. I thought it would be a lot better, but it's not as good as it could be. It's not as bad as it was either. I'm going to have to give this manga, Blood Lad, by Yuki Kodama, a gift from your crazy Aunt Miro. It's okay, but forgettable. Our middle-of-the-ground rating. It's alright. It's decent. It's not super great. It's not super bad. It's just... It's okay. It could be a little better. I do like the premise that eventually it turns out that Fuyumi starts disappearing unless she sucks on... Staz's blood. I know that just sounds really disturbing by me leaving that little gap in there, but I'll leave it in just because it sounds something. But yeah, she has to suck on Staz's blood and she gets enough demonic energy to resuscitate her leg so she doesn't disappear completely because without the power, she'll actually fade away into nothingness. So he has to keep her around because he cares about it. It's going to lead to this other stuff. There's other characters, including Staz's little sister, who's the warden of the prison of hell. Where she's really crazy and she looks really cute. Which is really weird because she's supposed to be the warden. Also she hates her brother. I don't know why. There are lots of great elements to this manga that work so well. It's just that they tried making it. They flipped for the landing. And they just missed it by an inch. They could have just fixed it a little better. And I would have enjoyed it a lot more. You may like it a lot more. I think it's a good series. I heard there's an anime series that is really popular. If you like it, let me know what you think. Email me, zanspirekin.com. Let me know. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I could say about this manga. It's 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 okay, not great. It's middle of the ground. I think we could do a little bit better. But we'll find out soon. And uh, speaking of which, let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The-
giving myself a heart attack. I think I'm going a little bit too much. Like, uh, what's his name who sang Thunderball? Oh, God. Anyway. Yes, so, the Wheel of Manga except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. Each slot has a title dedicated to it, and we have some great titles on here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga, and whenever it number lands on the tour reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga View, the episode right before the day when Zan becomes a very old man. Zan's already an old man, because technically I've passed my otaku expiration date by five years. Soon it will be by six years as of two days from now. So this is for the episode beforehand. Maybe we'll talk about my hopes and dreams and wishes. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode. Number two. So in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'll be reviewing a manga about going to <laughs> restaurants in between dimensions. And what am I talking about? I am talking about the world-famous and super-popular series, Isekai Shokudo. So, talk to you guys next time. <coughs> this is your host, Zan, saying I'm Gonsville. Stop!